Good evening, New York City. It's December 8th. Bless you, boo. My son is here with me. He's in the background. It's one of those days, New York City. It's super cold. Mercury is in retrograde. Anxieties are flying. Yeah. We're going to start off with a gratitude list. Yeah, I think I'm going to start off with a gratitude list this evening. (laughs) I'm grateful that I have. I'm grateful that I woke up this morning. I'm grateful for life. It's very cold outside. I'm grateful for the change in weather. I like to see the snow come down and I like to see the sky nice and dark and the bright white snow and all the Christmas lights. So I'm grateful for the season. I'm grateful that I have the proper gear for myself and my son when it's 36 degrees outside like it is this evening. (laughs) I'm grateful that I have a roof over my head. I'm grateful that I have food, healthy, delicious food in my refrigerator to eat. I'm grateful for all my listeners. I'm grateful to have this podcast. I'm grateful for my voice. I'm grateful for all the love that I receive and all the requests that I receive and all the support that I receive. That all feels good. Thank you so much, guys. I'm grateful for each and every one of you. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful to be a mother. I'm grateful to be a woman. I'm grateful for love. I'm grateful for all the blessings in my life that have come and that are yet to come. I'm grateful for success. I'm ready for success. I'm prepared for success. I'm grateful for goodness. I'm grateful for greatness. I'm accepting of goodness. I am accepting of greatness. We're not going to do it too long tonight. That's what we got. So, thank you so much, God. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Okay. So, usually I do that. That just winds me nicely down. If I'm feeling a little anxious, my heart rate is up. I just think of all the things that I can possibly think of. The outside, just look up in the sky and say, wow, I'm grateful for that. And it brings me down, and it mellows me out, and it makes me feel good. It's like a chill pill. Today is December 8th, as I let you guys know. It is 5.03 p.m. It is right now 36 degrees outside in New York City and partly cloudy. The topics we're going to talk about this evening are... Why is it so easy for poor people to spend money rather than to save. We're just, we're going to talk about being poor. How you feel about it? Are you poor? Do you labor yourself? Yada, yada, yada. We're going to talk about coconut oil. This is trending. Everybody's talking about it. White people, black people, everybody's talking about it. We're going to talk about coconut oil. We're also going to talk about marriage before 30 and marriage after 30. Yeah. That's a topic some of these women want to talk about, some of these ladies want to talk about, some of these men want to talk about. And if we have time before 6 p.m., we're going to talk about some marijuana, guys. Yeah. We'll be right back.
Alrighty, guys. So, let's talk about topic number one. Being poor. What is being poor? I don't even think... Yeah. We can go so many different ways with that. Um, Let's kind of stick to the basics because I don't want to go astray. So, the first question is, why is it so easy for poor people to spend money rather than to save? That was the initial question I was asked. Um, Do they feel the things they buy with the money they don't have will make them happier? Would you be happier if you had more money? Like, what what is it with... I think I didn't look up these stats. Um, I didn't really know this was the question I was going to choose today. Um, But I think, like, low lower income black and Hispanic people so we'll say brown and black people spend the most money um, in this country during the holidays if I'm not mistaken I could be mistaken so don't quote me on that but I know we spend a lot of money um, in terms of and especially people in the lower bracket the lower income bracket range spend more money than people do in the higher income bracket range how is that possible when you don't even have the money to spend why do you do it like why why are you doing it does it make you feel better i can tell you for myself i don't claim being poor so but i'll tell you for myself shopping is a vice so if i'm anxious if i'm yeah, if I'm anxious, if I'm not having a good day, shopping is a vice for me. I've been trying to control it, <laughs> but that makes me feel better. So maybe people, you know, you're poor, you're down in the dumps. Oh, let me buy some new Jordans. I'll feel better about myself. I'll feel better about my life. What is it? People, give me some feedback. Give me some answers. I'm not too sure. As I said, I don't claim these stereotypes that they put on us. So I don't claim being black and I don't claim being poor. Um... Uh, give me some input. Coconut oil. Natural hair popping, brown skin glowing. Yeah, coconut oil. Love it or hate it. It's something that's trending right now. I feel like every once in a while something that's been a part of the earth, something that people who've already been doing this have always known about, some white person quote-unquote discovers, and then the whole world goes crazy and it starts trending. Right now, that is coconut oil. How do you feel about coconut oil? Do you use it? I use coconut oil for a lot of things. I don't use it for everything. It has so many excellent benefits, but I prefer coconut oil inside my body as opposed to outside my body it gets my skin and my hair very dry if if i don't mix it with another oil but in terms of like i cook with it i give it to my three month old it is good it's like a good fungus fighting um it has fungus fighting bacteria fighting properties it's good for bone development it's good for brain development so it's good for a lot of different things um moisturizing so much I think it moisturizes better from the inside out I don't put it on the outside of my skin but it does wonders for some people it is good for like your nails I like almond oil personally and grapeseed oil and olive oil on the outside of my body but as I said I cook in an iron skillet pot 
pan with coconut oil. Everything. I cook everything with coconut oil. Um, something about the coconut, when you heat up the oil, it doesn't turn into bad fat inside your body. So, that's a plus for those ladies and those gentlemen out there. Not trying to gain too many pounds. Trying to watch your weight. Cooking with coconut oil is the way to go. That was Nina Simone feeling good. Before that was Lauren Hill. Tell him I'm in a throwback in a loving and grateful mood, as you can tell by my music selections. <laughs> so, as I rub coconut oil all over my face, <laughs> marriage before 30, marriage after 30. 30. 30 is like this big thing. People are like, oh my god, I'm 30. Like, chill out. It's not even like midlife crisis time. Um, but how do you feel about marriage before 30? How do you feel about marriage after 30? A question I was asked if you're not married yet. Wait, what was the If you're not married yet or haven't been proposed to, does this mean something's wrong with you? That's a good question. Um, Okay, so let me start with marriage before 30 and marriage after 30. Um, I'm 31. As you guys know, I'm a single mom, so clearly I'm not married. I have, I was proposed to three times in my 20s. I personally feel 20 doesn't matter how much, well, I don't know if it doesn't matter how much you're in love with the person, but I don't think I love the person enough to settle down in my 20s. Um... I just think that's a big decision to make in your 20s. You're very young. It's your first time really being out on your own. You just flew the coop. Like, I don't really think, well, you're moving from your parents' house and now you're moving into a home that you're going to live in for the rest of your life with a person you're going to be with for the rest of your life. I think in between those two stages, there needs to be just some free roaming, some free flying. So marriage before 30... In my opinion, um, and for the life that I've lived and that I had, some people have different lives. You have somebody like Cardi B. I'm pretty sure before 25, she has been through a lot more than the average human being has been through, just knowing things that we know about her. So her getting married at 25, she already has a career. She's already been down in the dump. She's been up. She's been down all around. Da -da -da -da. And that's not anything negative, but I mean just emotion. Like you've seen a lot and you've learned a lot and you're like, okay, yeah, I'm ready to settle down now. I can settle down with this person. Um, marriage after 30? Duh. I just saw on Instagram like 80-year-olds got married for the first time. That's beautiful. By 30, if you're not married yet or haven't been proposed to, does this mean that there is something wrong with you? That's me trying to suck my teeth like an old West Indian lady with an attitude. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Does that mean that something's wrong with you? You better get it together. No, I don't think that. But if you think that, then... That's what other people are going to think. If that's what you think about yourself, that's what other people are going to think. I just think that means there's literally like over six, seven billion people on the earth right now. Do you think that there's not somebody out there for you that is just waiting for you, for you to cross their path? Like, 
no i don't think that anybody should and i think this is just a female thing because i definitely don't think these are fellas asking me this these questions and i don't think guys think about stuff like that guys think even if they have saggy balls and gray hair and stinky armpits at 90 somebody still wants to marry them guys just feel that way they think that way they don't realize people don't want them even the ones they do it's something about that ego that men have please they don't get like this like we do now they have their shit but this is not something that they are sitting at home moping about at 29 oh my gosh i haven't been asked nobody loves me i'm not married oh i'm wasted goods now no so i would appreciate and it would make me feel better. I'm going to feel better regardless. But I think it would make me feel just a wee bit better if we, as women, get over the shit and stop giving people so much power over us. It's easier said than done because on a daily basis, we as human beings are giving our power away to another person or someone's trying to take our power away. And it's a lot to stay focused and to stay in your power. I say that, and I mean that, and I say, ladies, please stay in your power. We bring life to this earth. We bring life. We bring more humans. They come out of us. Men help, but we do most of the work. <laughs> so just know that you're beautiful, bask in your glory. When the person and the time is right, it'll be yours. I don't want any woman who is 31, 32, 52 feeling like they are not good enough because they haven't been proposed to yet maybe the men that you've been dealing with aren't good enough they aren't worth your time and god knows that that's why nothing really has popped off but trust me when it's meant to be it'll be and you won't doubt a thing that you did in your past because you'll know it's the time and the right person in the right place and everything is just perfectly lined and in sync Smoke weed every day. <laughs> we have time. This is probably my favorite topic of the evening. Mary Jane. I didn't get a lot of questions about this. People just said marijuana. Um, so I don't really know what to touch on. We can go any way with marijuana. How do you feel? I'll ask these questions because I'm a new mom and I'll answer them myself. Um, how do you feel about being pregnant and smoking or using any type of drug? I personally did not smoke or drink, not even a glass of wine. Uh, while I was pregnant. I have read though. I have read. Like I actively read. About marijuana and pregnancy. When I was during my pregnancy. Um, and I learned a lot. And there's so many women. White women of course. Let them do it. Let the white women fight for these rights. For, for, for things like this. Because that's what, that's what. Yeah. Let them do that. Um, so there's loads of women. Way more than I even could have imagined. They smoke and they do all these things while they're pregnant, and they're like literally 
they're fighting for it not to be wrong. Not for it to be legal, because that's another, that's a separate fight than I want to be legal. But they're fighting basically the world because they don't want to be looked at and judged and they feel like women should be able to breastfeed and be pregnant and smoke marijuana because marijuana is a good drug and it's from the, it's not a drug, it's a plant, it's an herb, it's from the, it's from the ground, it's from the earth. So I dig it. I kind of agree with some of the things that they were saying, but I just didn't want to take my chances. (laughs) So that's not something that I exposed uh, my unborn child to. Breastfeeding and marijuana. I haven't done so much research on it. They still, the reason why I see, I stopped doing research on things like this is because they don't know enough yet. But the thing, so I take all the information that I do know and that they do know, um, and then I make my own wise decision. So to me, it is wise not to smoke while I was pregnant. Um, I don't know how somebody should feel in terms of, if you're just breastfeeding, I feel like if I'm not mistaken, like, certain things, like, if you drink alcohol, I feel like your breast milk is going to taste like alcohol. But do everything, you know, in nice amounts. Anything in excess is too bad. Uh, even the best thing. So, I would say if that's something that you're concerned about, something you're thinking about, do research if you would like to. And then just follow your instinct, follow your gut, and don't OD. Don't like be smoking 10 blunts and smoking in front of your child or 10 joints and doing all that stuff right in front of your child so they're literally getting high with you. I don't think that's a good idea. Um, I can't answer too much. This is about marijuana. So I can't answer about other drugs. I don't really know too much about other drugs. Um, but marijuana, I feel like it's pretty harmless, even though I did not choose to smoke during my pregnancy but I still feel like it's pretty harmless and I get the whole rah 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 of these women who I've read about and seen you know telling the world after you mind your business and this is my body my baby and so far science haven't hasn't proven to us that it does anything wrong in fact they've proven the opposite that it does a lot of good things the only thing wrong thing about that that I can think of is the actual smoke, not the marijuana. So if you're smoking, the smoking going into your lungs and into your system while you're pregnant. That was my main concern really, not the marijuana. So to each his own, do your research and then make a wise decision as you should do with most things in life. (laughs) It's still 30s. Oh, well, it was 36 degrees. It got warmer, guys. Go New York. Ow, we ready for the summer. It's 37 degrees out there, guys. Bundle up. It's partly cloudy. This is New York City. It is 5.36 p.m. (sighs) This is Amina Shade. Thank you, guys. That was a lovely show. Join me again on Sunday at 5 p.m. More topics, more talk, more chatter, 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 more music, and more love. Thank you, guys. Amina Shabay, signing off. Good evening.